My mouse ran out of juice. Never mind. I have an AA by uh, the death and resurrection. That's uh, yeah. My mouse follows that pattern as well. <laughs> Your mouse is the savior of mice. Doing. I was stretching my legs. Right. All right. Part two. Oh yes, of Jonah. <laughs> Shall if we you, just get if you haven't seen the most recent episode, watch that. Re- says listen to that now because this is a part two. Part two. Uh, if you haven't listened to every single uh, episode, <laughs> you're a bad person. True. What? <laughs> right. <clears throat> Right, so Jonah came down the hill <laughs> uh, to death. He did a wee whoops. Oh, hello. Did a and he went back up. And here we are. Yeah. Okay. Oi. Nineveh. Tell me, what what is the story of Noah? Ben? Man got eaten by a fish. Noah? Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, Noah. Noah was a descendant from Adam. Um, his father was the son of <laughs> uh, and he talked like this <laughs> Noah was um, I know what his name means it's he who will save us out of troubles or something like that so I don't really know what his name means but it's something like <laughs> uh, that I think it means like uh, calmness or peace or something I well no it tells us what it means in the in that chapter but um, so Noah basically is a guy that builds a big boat for all the animals in his family and they spend 40 days and 40 nights on the surface of the water as it's destroying Earth. Have I have I covered it? <laughs> okay, sure, sure, fine. <laughs> um, right, so Noah, God receives, it tells Noah to build an ark, mm-hmm. put all the animals in it, mm-hmm. water comes, Yeet. he goes to the top of the mountain, Hit by the after the water. Yeah, well, they the boat sort of goes to the top of a mountain. The sea subsides. Rainbow, right? And there's a rainbow. Oh yes. And the sacrifice, right? I'm just gonna, right. I'm gonna. That's the gist of it, right? Yep. So similarities here. Just get my uh, <laughs> many pages. Oh dear. Okay. So, right. So Jonah is part of this meta pattern meta story of what of every single story that ever were to exist okay and it's the exact same and it's the exact opposite in, in every way as well because it's, it's such a peculiar story that just sort of makes no sense it's like until accessory to thought came in <laughs> <laughs> right, so Jonah he goes towards the ocean he goes towards the water the, you know Mm-hmm. Uh, they, well, the the water go uh, is he goes towards the water. Noah, uh, he's the water is also there, right? Mm-hmm. The water surrounds him. Okay, uh, Jonah is surrounded to the point where there is little separating the waters above from the waters below. Okay, which is 
the boat, I guess. Okay, yeah. and it gets that boat gets smaller and smaller. The land gets smaller and smaller. The same with Noah. Okay, the place that separates the waters from above, the waters below, it's like almost non-existence in this tiny capsule of existence of that mm. was Noah and his ark. Okay, and uh, God gives Jonah protection of death. Uh, like the fish represents death. Okay. Jonah was given a fish, uh, which is the same as its monstrous covering, its garments of skin. Mm-hmm. Okay, fish is is death. Okay, to save him from death. So Jonah was given a surrounding of death to save him from death. Okay, by God, right? And Noah was surrounded by the same monstrous covering he was in a book full of animals okay got these garments of skin idea that represents death okay and um it's in the book with him okay uh jonah repents goes to the city goes up to the mountain towards god knowing the ark arrived to the top of the mountain and uh is with god and then at the end god is glorified in both stories um and also Jonah sleeps in the boat. Um and that's sort of the same idea as the animals are also in the, the boat with mm-hmm. Right. Now there are similar stories, you can see that. Yes. Okay. Water. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, like let me just explain how it is the exact opposite of this story. Okay. Even though it's the same story. Jonah disobeys God, whereas Noah obeys God. Jonah goes down to the ocean and Noah, the ocean goes up to Noah. Jonah is guilty. Noah is righteous. Jonah goes uh, on a Gentile boat. This is what, it's a Gentile boat. It makes no sense, but it's like that's what's beautiful about it. Why is the Gentiles saving the Jew? Okay, right? So he goes on the Gentile boat. Uh, Noah builds his own boat his own his own boat that God told him to build. Big boat. Right, so it's like a godly boat. Um Jonah. Um the Gentiles want to save Jonah. They don't want to throw him out. They're like, uh, come on, wake up, Jonah. Help us. And they're praying for the with their gods. They're throwing stuff off. They don't want to throw him in, but then they eventually give in because it's the last the last thing. And uh, and, and Noah, the opposite of that is uh, Noah wants to save the Gentiles. Noah's like, come in. And he's like, there's waters coming and they're going to die. And they're, they're like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, the ship is threatened by destruction in Jonah. And Noah, is, the ark is the only safe place, right? Everything was destroyed but the ark. And uh, Jonah, uh, Jonah goes into the sea Noah stays on the boat, funnily enough, uh, until the dry land is outside, so there is no sea. The animal saves Jonah. Noah saves the animal. Uh, God saves the city in Jonah, and in Noah, God destroys the city. Uh, Jonah is ungrateful and angry and wished he was dead. And in Noah, Noah is grateful and made burnt offerings of clean animals to God. For saving him. Hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It also reminds me of Daniel in the Lion's Den, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, do you want to do that now? 
uh, share because I have a whole opposite on, thing as well. So um, just a quick run through about Daniel. Daniel is an amazing book and there's so much in it to unpack. But one of the most um, popular uh, stories in Daniel is obviously Daniel in the lion's den. And basically what happens is Daniel's appointed as this top overseer over the kingdom of uh uh, Darius, so he's the king of Persia, uh, Medes, and um, basically what happens is all the other overseers get really jealous of um, Daniel, and so uh, they conspire to uh, try and throw Daniel um, in the lion's den to get rid of Daniel. They don't like Daniel, they're de- jealous of Daniel. Um, so they go to the king and they kind of trick the king. They say, uh, Ooh, we should make a law that says if anyone in 30 days time does not pay homage to you as like the one true God, then they will be thrown in the lion's den. And the king is like, yo, that sounds pretty good. Let's do that. So um, with the overseers just sort of licking their fingers in delight at this new law that's been passed, they uh, go and spy on uh, Daniel who prays three days, or sorry, three times a day. And so they sang this and they're like, oh, look, sire, your favorite boyo is praying. And you said, no, don't do that. And he is. So, you know, by law, he is is to die. Hey, baby. And so so, uh, Darius is like, oh, you got me. I don't want him to die. He's my favorite. And they're like, nope, this is law. And so... Um, the king throw, he has no choice and he throws Daniel into the lion's den and he's anguished. He's like, he's so upset by this. In fact, it tells us that he fasts and he's and he doesn't eat. Well, it's the same thing. But like... <laughs> Both those things <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> he is worked up about it. And so the very next day, he doesn't even sleep at all that entire night. He can't sleep. He's anguished. And so he goes and he checks. The very first light, he runs and checks and he shouts in anguish. It tells us in the Bible, in anguish, he goes, Daniel! are you okay did your god save you and daniel's like <laughs> everything's all right the god sent an angel to save me from the lion's den and and so and what does the king do this he does he rejoices he goes surely this god is the greatest of gods he has saved my servant daniel and you have to you have to talk about the significance of daniel daniel was the best overseer he's the thing that kept things running in the city without daniel the city might fall that's why he was in such high esteem to the king. Anyway, so the king found out about these overseers. He, he, he's been deceived. He's been tricked. He, they, he realized that he was led against the God of Daniel. And, that's, and he just witnessed the power of the God of Daniel. He, 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 didn't, um, he didn't let the lions eat Daniel. And so he realizes this and he turned away from God. So he goes and gets the other overseers who tricked him. And he throws them in the lion's den. And, he, and along with their wives and their children. And it says in the Bible that before their bodies even hit the ground, that they were torn to pieces, even before they hit the ground. The, the rage of God, the judgment of God. And afterwards, Darius, the king, rejoices in God and he commands all peoples to uh, praise the God of Daniel at his magnificence. And so I would say that that is the opposite again to Jonah, as you said. So... Jonah tried to flee from God. Daniel was oh, always... I do, well. I do, I do. So Jonah tried to flee. Daniel was always faithful. Jonah was swallowed by the deep, by chaos. Daniel was also swallowed. He was in the lion's den. Um, Jonah was thrown into the sea by innocent men. Daniel was thrown into the lion's den by guilty men. <clears throat> um, so the fishermen praised God, though, um, when they threw Jonah into the sea because it, it immediately calmed it sort of shut the roaring of the sea it, it, it shut shut down the sea and so they were exceedingly they were they were like oh this is the one true god this is the powerful god we will praise this god and then um darius praised god when he saw that the lord shut the lion's mouths and no harm came to daniel um 
And so he praised God. So that's that's a similarity there. So I've circled that. Um, Nineveh repented and God saved them. And then God saved Daniel and Darius and destroyed the overseers. So uh, the, those are the jealous overseers. Jonah became bitter and angry at the end of Jonah. Daniel, um, later on with his visions, Daniel becomes depressed. And that's just something. And these are just through the similarities and this whole, this torment, this mental health that they had um, inside of them. But we'll get to that later. Um, so this um, led me to believe that uh, Jonah and Daniel do seem opposite, but the key factor is there is that God is the same God. He is um, terrifying and rage, but 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 so beautifully saving, and and he's full of mercy and grace. Um, and this begs the question of: Is it faith that saves people, or is it just because God was going to use them to save a city afterwards? And if you think about the gravity of those words, like the city, as you say, is the, is, is the, the Gentiles, the Gentiles, the pagans, the people. Um, does God, God uses you to, or these, these characters to, to save the city in different ways. But they're the same because they're both going and being eaten by death and yet they come out alive. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Jonah and Daniel, opposite sounding, but has the same ingredients. <laughs> it's like it's like you put in the same ingredients to make a cake, but one is vastly different. But you don't know why, and we're here to tell you why. <laughs> why the bread in the pudding? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> right. So think about it. imagery. Okay. Imagery. Let's go. Daniel is a high place. He's in place of leadership. Mm-hmm. Place of rule. Right. He's in a high high place. Right. Mm-hmm. He's at the top of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> right. And these deceivers uh, come. They're right? also the same rank as Daniel, though, but they're, like, different. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, yes. But they, so these deceivers come. Mm, they jealous. go to the higher authority and be like, blah, 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 as blah. I, as I just elaborately yes. said. <laughs> yes. And so they put this rule in place that would basically get uh, Daniel killed. So, then Daniel is then brought down to uh, the lion's den. Well, actually, no. Before that, he he op- he goes to the top of his house, opens his windows, and prays. To right, Jerusalem. Yes. And in my head, I just initially imagine this house on top of, of like a big hill as well. Mm-hmm. He's at the top thing, and it would be. He's a wealthy man. Yeah. Be. Right. And. But it doesn't it actually say that, but I thought it was interesting that mm. my mind went to that. And right. it, it, it's distinct. His house, the windows face Jerusalem. Yeah. Facing the, the city of God. Like, yeah. So there's um, more evidence for you. Oh, yeah. How yeah. would he be able to see it? Well, exactly. Well, um, um, then he's brought down to the lion's death through like a, a weird deceiving trick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And law. he's brought down to, to death. Okay animals garments mm-hmm. of skin mm-hmm. he's surrounded by death he's surrounded by these animals okay but there's a strange flip okay the mouths of the lions are shut okay and and there's another another flip through the flip okay flip so the there's flip. a flip he does not die mm-hmm. the lions are shut and he leaves this it's think of it. So like a lion's den, you can imagine, and there's like a, a tomb mm-hmm. as well. Thrown in, it's dark. It's right. It's, it's, a, like it's a, a hole in the ground, <laughs> and there's you can just imagine it's just like in this pit, right? 
again, uh, Jonas said uh, you saved me from the pit. Okay, the Daniel was in like a pit of lions. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, chaos. So he comes out of this death alive. Funnily uh, enough, which is strange. That's a recurring thing in the, the Bible. And, um, what happens? The tricksters, the deceivers, are then thrown into death, into the lion's den. And the lions don't protect them. They devour them. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It says the bones were scattered, yes. ripped apart. And uh, then Daniel turns to his position up. The m- as if nothing ever happened <laughs> up the, the mountain in the imagery so he goes up mm-hmm. to the mountain he's in his high place of leadership and in the end god is mm-hmm. greatly daniel- glorified this is the thing and- daniel is so famous during these days because he he went through uh four kings from um nebuchadnezzar to uh darius or sorry cyrus and through that was nebuchadnezzar belshazzar um, Darius and then Cyrus. So these are four reigns that Daniel was the like chief overseer of these four kings. He was famous. Everyone knew that the god of Daniel was the god to worship. Every single king, except for uh, Belshazzar, who was at the right on the wall, all the kings decreed and praised God at one point because of Daniel. So everyone knew Daniel's god was like that. And even Darius. And Darius was like, yo, everyone, praise God right now. What did the king do in Nineveh? Uh, Nineveh was like, okay, we're in trouble. Everyone, we need to repent. We need to do everything we can to, to, to withstand the anger of the Lord. And it's this, it's this recurring theme constantly of God is ever so present and he acts and he works in the in the ways of only one person and he brings those person and we, we see these he brings this person through highs and lows with jonah highs and low you go in the ship up on the hill and then um daniel he's the chief overseer and he's getting thrown into the lion's den god does this to teach lessons to the city we seem to as christians when we tell these stories we seem to relate to jonah and daniel going oh i've been through my fish and i've been in my lines he made his fair (laughs) yeah i've seen my fair share of lions and i trusted the lord and he shut those mouths we seem to we seem to misunderstand that we're not meant to at least when i read it in my interpretation yes it's it's good to read it in that way but in a different interpretation you can think about it as we're not meant to relate to these people we're meant to see god through these people we're meant to relate to the city we are part of the city we are stop making fun of my hand gestures no i'm doing this so you can speak into the microphone all right uh (laughs) i am saying these things because i think we are the part of the city we are the ones that need to be commanded to praise god to be saved from god to be saved from the from the from the flood in noah to be saved from his anger in nineveh to be saved from the lion's den to be saved from and in fact it's not even it's not even the lion's den that he's saving us from in daniel if you think about it, there was a law set to only pay homage to the king and the king wasn't angry at the officials because of through daniel in the den they're angry because he tricked they tricked darius into leaving god into leaving that sort of side into leaving the god of daniel daniel who is so famous for being spiritual for having his god you can see throughout daniel like with the um with the fiery furnace as well and with um, his visions and with with nebuchadnezzar it's always the god of daniel and and god made daniel exceedingly spiritual and that's why he did so well he was a good spirit and we can it was the law of no more praising god that darius was furious about he was like how dare you stop my subjects from praising the all-powerful one true god of daniel of jonah of noah 
this powerful well as a wee snippet of pride he was like yeah actually i am the greatest nation not pride. then he didn't, exactly. re- didn't realize he didn't realize the, uh, that until yeah until daniel was thrown into the den and and it was when he sh- this is the thing i love he was sad he was so distraught he didn't sleep at all that night he tore his rope he was like no daniel and the moment the first light shone he ran out to the lion's den and he shouted daniel has your god saved you are you okay and daniel's like yo i'm fine sent an angel to shut the mouths god saved me as a as a new word, he does it many times. And so Darius is like, these guys sent a law that's bad, so save the city. Again. And think about... Right, so... He's brought into the lion's den through a, a malevolent trick, okay? And through... What did you write? City saved. <laughs> so a malevolent trick, he was brought down to this covering of animals okay chaos and a good trick was done to defeat the covering of animals <laughs> okay think about what this all means jonah right he the, a, a trick to uh remove the covering of the animal uh but the, the trick also was saved him mm-hmm. from Sorry, I said that. I said that wrong. The trick, uh, the animal that was the covering of animal that was represents death didn't kill him. It was the Save. passage of him surviving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I see what's um, going on. And Garden of Eden, the serpent, the malevolent trick, tricks Adam and Eve, and they death now enters the world, and they have these garments of. The goat skin or whatever mm-hmm. they, they had right oh, it's the same thing mm-hmm. okay and jesus um this is jesus through he, a good trick good mm-hmm. intention trick he died and through the death death he, was destroyed yeah which is the good trick and he came back and the city is saved the gentiles are saved there first right. has to be chaos to 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 defeat, like everyone talk like it's all they're coming down from above yeah. to below back to above again. That's what this is about. Worthy, the worthy test the and think about it, that's what baptism is. Yes, and yes, actually, I was just thinking that, but you can you can go on next minute. <laughs> <laughs> so they were uh, baptism. In some tradition, is you go in down into the water and come back up. In some other tradition, it's from above, sort of poured on your head. Mm-hmm. And they mean slightly different things, but they mean the same. They describe different parts of the thing they're trying yes. to describe. They're trying to describe the same thing, but different ways, right? Think about it, John. He goes down to the waters and flip, and he goes back up, mm-hmm. right? And. Uh, and like imagine like a Daniel, right? So he goes down, like, like in the waters of God, but also like the grace of God, yeah, pour, comes from above, right? Splashes on his forehead, closes the lion's mouth, and he <laughs> and he comes up alive. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's what this baptism is. And what I find really interesting about this is this covering. So three, there's three coverings I can see in 
some of these stories. So there's the covering of the leaf, the covering of the city, and the covering the monstrous covering the covering of animal skins, okay? Mm. And they're all they all can be used in good and bad ways. And in, in the end, God removes them all and he's glorified through it. That's what that's the the see that's that's the the pattern that won't go away, okay? So think about it. As I said earlier, uh, Jonah surrounded by this monstrous thing and then God takes away the covering. Okay? He's given this plant to shade him and God takes away the covering. Uh, in the Garden of Eden, uh, Adam and Eve made fig leaf uh, clothing. God removes the covering and gives him... Th- animal skins uh another adding of the covering okay a different covering and Cain Cain goes off he builds the covering of the city okay and um think about he he doesn't just remove the covering in a destructive manner he removes the covering in a way that is the best way possible in Jonah and in Daniel right the flip happens okay and the covering of the city is removed without destroying the city, mm-hmm. right? There, the city's humbled, right? Mm-hmm. Put on sackcloth, mm-hmm. right? The, the king puts these sits in ashes, okay? And he doesn't destroy the city because of that. The city is saved, right? Mm-hmm. The pride is removed. The They were brought low. They were... Think of what a covering is. What does a covering do, right? It protects you from the outside. It, like, it's a shielding, right? Mm-hmm. It's a barrier, right it's an example of god breaking down the barriers yeah it's to be more with god yeah god the only way for god to be near us is not for us to go to god but for god to come to us because none of us can rise to where god is and that's the whole like jesus came down and he ended up having that clothing of like being a human being being that person he he came to the earth a man to live a man's life, to die a man's death, to save man. It's because it's not like I, I think this is one of the things that Christianity kind of confuses or where, where, where people think Christianity is. People think Christianity is you stepping forward and receiving God and um you're go, you go to the level of God saying, All right, look, I'm a Christian, I am now. No, being a Christian is understanding that God came down to save us. He crossed the line. He crossed the... the, He came down into chaos, as we say, because we're pretty chaotic human beings. He's the one that came. And that's that's the link with all of these stories. It's about crossing that line to sin, to us, to the people, to only to rise again anew and to have a great multitude saved at the end of the day. That is the reason for these stories. They all link together because of this crossing this sacred sim- simple it's so simple as well this idea that he just whoop comes down he even walks in in the garden of even he walks among um adam and eve he walked with them and then when he came down when he came searching they flew they 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 they, they, they ran away from god and hid themselves because they were naked they were embarrassed they were ashamed of who they were but god came looking for them he banished them, yeah. But he came looking for them, and 
in that moment set in t set in motion god's ultimate plan for his son jesus christ to come down to cross the line to, to come and save us and all the stories up until that point preach that preach that moment the the prophecies the the stories the the, the just the different tales that we hear all preach the they all preach christ they all preach jesus coming down crossing that line that's that's what that's that's, that's, that's what understanding christianity is that's what understanding who god is in his mercy he crossed line he's not prideful he was not proud to cross he's like he came to our level that's the that's the thing we need to understand we're prideful we don't want to cross such lines we're happy with who we are we want to fulfill our desires and do what we want because we think we deserve to be gods where that's why sinful we are god understood that and to grasp that, he gives us these stories, these things that actually happened, and he, in his infinite wisdom, had them recorded for us and survived the years and years and years, only to be picked up again um, by other civilizations and to be read and to be understood and to be examined and studied just to see that, look, Jesus, 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 the whole way through the Bible. That's 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 my son, and that's 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 who I've sent to save you. By giving you the punishment that you all, we all deserve. We deserve to die. We deserve to be eaten by the fish, eaten by the lions. We deserve to be wiped out by the flood. But God was like, no. Let them repent. Let them. Let them. Let them. Be my children. Let me adopt them. Let me cross the line and save them. And so He did. Because he loves us. You know, God didn't make the world for us to love him. He made the world for him to pour his infinite love down on us. And because we messed up, he then put in motion this infinite plan to be with us forever. It's, a, it's like a filter system almost. I, th I feel like uh, this time on earth is a filter. First, there was glorious good. And then the filter of now, this present of sussing out all the bad bits that he talks about chaff in the wind with the wheat you have to blow away the chaff in the wind i think like this time on earth right now is the filter and it's a tiny time compared to eternity and once we've passed through that filter we have eternal happiness if we accept that jesus christ was our savior that he came and crossed the line and saved us and not that we go and cross the line towards him and accept him he he came first he saved us that's why Christianity is a thing. Christianity was a word developed by the Romans to insult people who worship Christians, but we just we just owned it, you know. <laughs> the the defining characteristic of the actual repentance of whoever repented at the time mm. is an act of uh, throwing away pride mm. and embracing humility. Mm. Um, so just to think about that, mm. right? Um, and also, again, in the words of uh, Jonah. Um, I knew that you're a gracious God, a merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and relentless, relenting from disaster. And I mean, that's it, really. Um, and also, just think about the whole meta narrative here. Okay, God removes all of the coverings. The coverings is it represents death. Mm -hmm. Not all of the cov not the coverings not always are they don't always fulfill their representation of death, okay? Mm -hmm. God 
through the death, God uses the does the thing yeah. which removes the death. It right? took Jonah's death to save the city. So it took for Daniel's thrown into the lions, then his death. To, I'm using quotations here to save the city. It took. No, but think about it, right. So, the very for the the very thing that death represents has within it the way it can be re- destroyed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, through a malevolent trick, right, uh, the serpent brings death into the world. Okay. And the very, like, death had to exist for Jesus to die on the cross to defeat death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, look, if Christians die now, we die and go to heaven. That's It just it, it continues the narrative. It's consistent. There's no contradictions here. It's all the same story. It's boom. And it, That's what happens. It's always like a strange trick that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus is the light of the world. Okay. Um, Came down in was, the uh, darkness. <laughs> was uh, First John. The um, First John... One, yeah. Well, um, um, in the beginning, in the beginning, there was, there was the word. The, the word, word became flesh, and uh, he was in the beginning with God. And yeah. everything was created. Not a thing was created that was created without. Uh, uh, I'll get up for you. I rem- <laughs> memorized this ages ago. Yeah, uh, but uh, the point I'm saying uh, from that, I only started the, the start, so I could remember the end. But um, it's right, like I'll, I'll um, here. so. Um, in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men the light shines in the darkness and the, and darkness, the darkness was not overcome it, not overcome it. yeah so that's the that's thing my, so probably one of my favorite verses he's he's the light of men and uh, the darkness mm. he, sh- he shines the darkness and darkness not overcome that's what the trick is okay what happens to darkness when a light goes to it flees doesn't it's, enter the it's light it's no more okay <laughs> that's what happens you know, you imagine um like all the, the just imagine like the whole if you're to think of imagery right just goes down he's this beacon of light he goes down mm-hmm. to, down the foot of the mountain where death is where darkness is right and the darkness is no more. Mm-hmm. It's like a light or switch. The evil is no more, right? Because mm-hmm. of the the presence of the light, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, in the process of death, death was removed, okay? Uh, God used the coverings to aid uh, before its removal. Plant, the plant protected Jonah from the sun, okay? Before God removed it via the worm. The fish protected Jonah from the sea before God commanded the fish to vomit Jonah out. Uh, the city protects against outsiders, right, and savages, but an outsider comes and all are saved and humbled mm-hmm. before the Lord and not just the Jews or mm-hmm. no, yeah, have access to this. It's all people. All the, uh, the, the city is saved. Mm-hmm. That's what it means by the an city angel, is saved. An the, angel shuts the lion's mouth. The, the, it's not just Jews anymore. It's everyone. Mm-hmm. So I think that well, uh, right. The That's reason the reason <laughs> I wanted to do Jonah is because it's an upside down story. It makes no sense. Mm. It is an upside down story. It's 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 like ridiculous. Okay. 
Um, like the whole thing is like what you shouldn't do, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But in these times, it's an upside down world. Okay, mm-hmm. and John is an upside down person. Okay, and he because he's an upside down person, he made the upside down world <laughs> flip. Okay, yeah. and this is an upside down world. Okay, think about it. Well, just like general terms, like this is a pretty strange time we're living in. Yeah. Um, but also, think about it in terms of Christianity, um, and the government and stuff and the police and the law. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, has there ever been a time in history where they just didn't say? I'm just using the. Uh, the idea of the Western idea of America. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> has there ever been a thing where they're like defund the police so the the police are now not being encouraged to fulfill the role as the police okay mm-hmm. just forget the, the like, oh well this happened just forget the, just think about the whole thing yeah that's just pretty insane mm-hmm. if you put out it like that um and in the law okay um if we're leaning back to christianity it's not it's not really based in christianity anymore okay it's uh, you know abortion's illegal. Abortion's legal now and stuff like that, right? And there's all this. Uh, do you know what I mean it's a yeah. it's a, it's an upside down world? It doesn't really make sense anymore, mm-hmm. okay? And you know people are saying all this stuff is okay now. All the unity, uh, and then there's progressive Christianity where you know they reword the Bible. Yeah, and they just and they don't like their, arguments. Like, they don't like, like debates. They hate, They're like they hate yeah. Paul. They yeah. hate Paul. <laughs> That <laughs> uh, was good as long as you regard Paul and all the other stuff. Yeah. And it's upside down world we're living in. Okay. But and it's hard to understand. And no one, I, I don't understand what's happening. I have no idea what's happening, right? But yeah, as you say, there's a flip. <laughs> but <laughs> when you go down to the mountain, the foot of the mountain, and you're in chaos, there's always a flip that mm. happens. There's always a trick that you can never understand you never saw it coming and through the trick the city is saved mm-hmm. and god is greatly glorified yeah throughout of it that's the only thing yeah, i that wrote about jonah jonah talks about how a city is saved and i wrote a question where it's just like in the world in what chaos is happening it shows that it can be saved it shows that there, there has potential has the capacity to be um, saved, glorified, lifted up. If only we <laughs> humble ourselves and go low. Um, as you say, I mean, um, just when we talked about light, there, I wanted to quote um, C.S. Lewis. He said, um, "Christianity is like a sun. It's like a sunrise. Not only because um, I can see it, I can see the sun, but by it, I can see everything. Um, and I suppose being a Christian is like. So if Jesus is the sun." like the the actual sun in the sky and when it sets i believe being a christian is like the moon how the moon shines is the sun reflecting on it during the night and as christians we are i guess to be a moon to show that light of christ to show that the only reason why he is so bright was because he became so dark and he he went into that uh, depth the depths of sheol as it says in uh, jonah 
to be that bright, to be the son of God, to say the savior of the world. We want to show that. That's that's better than the cure for cancer. That's better than the cure for AIDS. That's just, that's eternal life right there. And as Christians, I believe we have to be the moon until the sun rises again. Until the sun rises again. That's how long we have to be a Christian for. And as Christians, you know, we die, but we believe because of all these stories. Jonah, Noah, um, Daniel, uh, the, 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 all the, the other burning ones. All the other ones. Jesus' death and resurrection. We don't fear death that way because death to us is like being swallowed by a fish or going to the lion's den because afterwards we're saved. We don't, as Christians, you don't fear death. You, it's, you, death is welcome, but death is only by God's decree because I think the, the narrator of these stories is God. He is in control nonstop from beginning to end. Even though we see these twists, you're like, well, a plot twist. No, he's in control. He knew that. That's the glory. That's that's so freeing to know that as a Christian. Nothing can nothing can harm me as a Christian. I feel passionate about that because it makes sense. That's how it is. The creator of the world only to darken it, to brighten it again. <laughs> yeah. Even brighter than it was. Like the filter. Just think about these things because the more you think about it, the more like you want to worship the more you want to pray the more you want to engage with the father who came and made himself low in order for us to be raised up that's something that i want to treasure forever and just spread to tell my children for my children's children to children you know it's it's something that's eternal yeah and that's why christianity is still here years and years, <laughs> and, years and years and years and years that's why it's because it makes sense and it works and there's evidence, like loads of it, but this is the this is the phys- this is the psychological evidence, I guess, that we've been providing. But you know, I guess that wraps up. Yeah. As closing remarks, um, I guess I'd just say, in all the chaos at the end, God will be glorified, and that's the only thing I understand from that story. From uh, <laughs> I may have feigned understanding, but mm. I do not understand that story. Mm. But that's the only bit I understand. There's nothing you can do. And also, you know, Jonah, he remembered mm. he remembered the temple. He looked at the temple again. Yeah. And like, this uh, idea of remembering 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 the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Remembering the center. No no even doesn't matter how far you stray from mm-hmm. the center, as long as you remember as long as you remember where it is you're not you're not lost mm-hmm. you can always climb up that you you can climb up the mountain if you know where it is no man can ever stop the glorifying of god but through it god gets glorified even more afterwards and that's what these tests are for darius for example king darius he said let god be praised I, like at first he repressed it but upon the test of daniel he released it telling people to praise god so that that's encouragement no man can stop the glorification of god i guess we'll just end it there i think we should end it there unless we're, we're just going to go on for <laughs> probably right thank you so much for listening and in this episode uh, we give you adieu goodbye goodbye